Welcome to Ghost Bike Cast, the podcast. That is a podcast. Sometimes. Sometimes not. <laughs> I'm Gavin. I'm Audrey. And here's our first official episode. So if you listen to episode zero, Kisses for Brothers Eye Hole, then <laughs> you got the introduction on who we are. If you didn't, go back and listen to that. Or don't. Please do. <laughs> Shout out to the 17 of you who have. Yeah. Um, y'all are great. You know, it could have been zero, and we would still be doing the same thing. That's, I don't care if anybody listens to this. That's also true. I'm doing this for fun. Yeah, absolutely. But we still appreciate you guys who are listening. Absolutely. So, um, so like, as, like we said, welcome back. This is episode one. Um, we have been so busy. <laughs> we are going to apologize that for that. Wow, for that right off the bat, um, <laughs> we were hoping to do like an episode like what every two weeks. Yeah, every other week. I, think. Yeah. I don't know if we actually stated that as oh, the release schedule. That's what we were hoping for. <laughs> I hope not, and if not, I'm glad we didn't because life got in the way real hard. Absolutely, but both I've working been, like sixty hours a week. Yeah, sixty hour weeks every week. Audrey said to travel. All over God's creation, I had a good friend come in from Arkansas after getting his first PTO in like two years, so I had to had to see him while he was in, and it was a great time. But you don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> but that's why we haven't. That's why it's been a month since the introduction to the podcast, and this the first actual podcast. So here we are, yeah. and we promise to be better. We haven't even started, and we're already having to make resolutions. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is the shit. you know that's that's kind of a great thing for us to talk about leading into this t- today's topic. Yeah. So um, today's topic, by the way, <laughs> uh, we're talking about pet peeves today. Uh, we're gonna do a couple, of course, like actual pet peeves and stuff that we actually like love that people do and. Just in general. Is it a pet peeve if you love it? I'm saying it's the opposite. Oh, the opposite of a pet peeve. Okay. <laughs> All right. There should be a name for that. Unpet peeves? <laughs> pet. Pettis peeves? No, I don't like that. <laughs> Not yeah. like that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Gavin, I'm going to ask you first. Um, what is something that you have watched or listened to recently that you love that i love i actually so <clears throat> i watched the favorite last night that's not a new movie and it was released in 2018 but i've been doing a yorgos lanthimos watch through i don't know if i would call myself yeah yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say it i'm a yorgos lanthimos fan uh even though i can't say that i really enjoy his movies in the traditional sense his characters are so strange and everybody he basically directs people to act without any sort of emotion um everything's really cold and foreign and it's dialogue that's unrealistic in a very deliberate way so it's just like two hours of uncanny valley but with real people and it's Strange, and the favorite was actually his most straightforward movie. Like the characters were quirky, but they were quirky in a very familiar way, and it wasn't 
deliberately off-putting. Emma Stone was great in it, and uh, Olivia Coleman. Oh my God, I love Olivia Coleman. She was playing Queen Anne, and and she just pulled off like she was the weirdest one in the movie, and she was great. So, would you say that the favorite is your favorite? Uh, actually, so. Yeah, I actually, I actually think it's it's Yorgos Lanthimos's most recent movie, and it's my favorite of his in terms of I just was actually really engaged and really enjoyed watching it. Whereas, like, so like I would say my second favorite is, uh, excuse me, the the Killing of a Sacred Deer. I love that movie, but I don't love it in the sense that I watch it and I'm like, oh man, this is so good. I it's almost. Uh, it's like embarrassment porn. <laughs> I'm just watching it to like have that cathartic experience of being uncomfortable on other people's behalf. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right. Almost spit up my tea at the the porn comment, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, what's something that you watched or listened to recently that you hate? Hmm. Snyder Cut <laughs> Justice League I feel so bad because like everybody's shit on this movie like the theatrical cut of this movie uh, and now everybody seems to love this one and to me this one is just like it's it's color corrected back to Zack Snyder's color palette which is grey and it just has all this extra shit stapled to it. And it, I don't think it, any of it solves the problems of the theatrical cut. And I'm going to I'm gonna go way... I'm going to go ahead and get us canceled. Go for it. <laughs> before we've even... Or do you want to save that for like an episode where you talk about film? To get us canceled. I mean, no, <laughs> because mine's about a film too. So go ahead. Go cancel us. Go cancel us. I feel like... You're not allowed to say anything bad about the Snyder Cut because Zack Snyder's kid died and because there are all these sexual assault allegations against Joss Whedon now. So, like, Joss Whedon stepped in and finished the first Justice League. It was a piece of shit. Um, And and now we found out so is he. (laughs) Um, And I've never been a Zack Snyder fan, mostly. Like, his, his... He's a very great visual director, I think. Like, I I could watch him direct action all day, but I would like somebody else to be in charge of the narrative Mm -hmm. and character development and all that. And just, like, I mean, God, if you're going to make a four-hour movie, there should be a reason that it's it's four hours. (laughs) Like, I shouldn't shouldn't have to watch anybody fully draw latte foam art in your four-hour movie, unless it has something to do with the plot. Was that a thing? That was a thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what razor Bruce Wayne uses, but I got a whole close-up so I could see exactly which model of Gillette he's using. So, I haven't seen it, of course, um, because I don't really watch movies, which is insane. Um, But, like, are you saying, like, there's a lot of stuff in there, like, where they cut a cut and, like, just completely, like, left it out? Yes. Yeah, there's... It lingers on stuff that doesn't matter. And then when it's time to move the plot forward, there's just like this quick sloppy conversation, like exposition via dialogue. Like, oh, 
we don't have any of the movies leading up to this shit, so we better explain what this is real quick. And there's like a whole flashback scene of Wonder Woman explaining yeah. who Darkseid is and why he's coming to Earth and all this shit. Yeah. Um, and, and it literally sounds like she sounds like an unprepared eighth grader reading a PowerPoint that she like made the night before. So us just, doing this podcast? Yeah. Sloppy, <laughs> disinterested. <laughs> No, that's honestly like one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to movies, though, because like, like when I was in film school, like one of the biggest things that we were taught was like, make your cuts like kind of like rapid, you know, like you don't want to linger on a scene too long because you're gonna lose interest or your your audience is gonna lose interest and it's gonna make them uncomfortable. Which it's it's fine if you do that for like an artistic choice choice, like make your shots long. But, like, if it's something like that, like, you don't need all these little tiny bits and pieces. Well, and there's a, there's a whole scene. There, there are whole scenes that I feel like didn't even need to be in there. They, yeah. don't, they don't do anything. There's, like, I think Zack Snyder's problem is he's sitting back and he's like, well, that would look cool. Well, that looks cool. And it's I, like, yeah, yeah. it kind of does. But when, when I've already been sitting here for two and a half fucking hours, I need a little more than that. Yeah. You know, I want I, I want it to look cool and be engaged beyond the most superficial aspect of the movie. Yeah. I've worked with like quite a few directors who are like, oh, but this would be super cool. Like this would be like an awesome shot. Let's let let's get this shot. Like, buddy, we don't have time. Like if we had like a billion dollars for a film, yeah, I'd let you do it. But just having like just keep going and going and going for like a film like that, like it's just kind of ridiculous. Right? And, like, is it is it cool because it's just cool? Or is it cool because of what it does for the narrative? Does it recontextualize something? Does it, you know, does it give you insight into something? Does it move things forward? Does it, is it showing you something, like, you know, leading your eye to something that you need to be paying attention to? And, like, yeah, none of the, none of those shots in this movie right. did that. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know, I've always seen, like, a few, like, Marvel DC movies, so I don't really have, like, the biggest opinion on this, but there are still definitely things that I've seen in the ones that I've watched, I'm like, should have been cut, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, so, like, there's, for the first, the first hour was the most painful. Yeah. And there was just no flow. What's it? There was no sense of time, like, you're, you know, Bruce Wayne's over here doing this, and then you flash to the Amazons, and you're like, is this happening at the same time, or is this happening at a different time, or, and then it, and then it, you know, that it literally moves, there, there's literally, there's one scene where you're watching the Amazons do something, it cuts to Diana, right, it doesn't even cut to Diana, it cuts to people that are about to rob a bank. Okay. In a completely different part of the world. And and it's Diana's entrance into the movie, and it's like this remnant of when. So this this movie, to give you sort of a context into the larger continuity, no. So Marvel had this thing where you know, like, okay, you get your movie, so we know who you are. We get you get your movie, so we know who you are. And then once you once we've established all these people and their deals, then yeah. they can come together. Yeah. And then DC was like, oh fuck, we need some of this money, and. So they're like, well, we don't have time for that shit. So Superman gets a movie, Batman gets a movie with Superman, Wonder Woman gets a movie, and we'll just figure the rest of this shit out. <laughs> so it was like, it, it was like if the first Avengers movie had to introduce you to all the Avengers for like the first.
first time. And you had to get to know who they were on a second. So, like, this whole Wonder Woman scene serves no function other than, like, ah, girl power. <laughs> Which, like, that's fine. If If you've structured the rest of your movie around that. But, like, maybe you already know who Wonder Woman is, and if you don't, it really doesn't tell you, other than she's just this random lady showing up and kicking <laughs> these people's asses. And, like, these, they're terrorists. They have nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> okay. She just shows up, wrecks their shit. The scene is over, and it cuts back to the Amazons. I don't even know if it's... I, it, there's too much to keep track of, so I don't know if it cuts directly <laughs> from this scene back to the Amazons, but as it's moving through the cuts, it cuts back to the Amazons and, like, just a few seconds have passed. Yeah. So I'm just like, what? I mean, we're, we're going... Yeah. Back, wh- why? Why did we ever leave? <laughs> why was why was the scene in the movie? Because it didn't do anything for any part of the movie. And, and if it did... Why did we need to see it then? Right. Why did we need to cut away from this action and then cut back? Because there's nothing in it that lended any sort of context or, or, or framed what was going on going on there any differently. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. And Wonder Woman, like, there's this light motif that plays every time Wonder Woman does anything. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll, like, jump in and punch someone, and, and it interrupts the actual score to go, Oh! It's just like, what the fuck? This is distracting. (laughs) Oh my god. And and she gets some of the best action. Like, she kicks the shit out of some people and has some of the actual, like, coolest fight scenes. And it's just undercut by this really dumb leitmotif that I just... uh, Everybody's loving this movie and I I don't want to shit on what people like. I'm glad that people like it. I'm glad Zack Snyder got some redemption. But I think it sucks. <laughs> That's me. Good to know. My opinion has no bearing on anybody's ability to like it. Doesn't make it. It shouldn't make it any worse for anybody. That's how I feel. I'm sorry his kid died. His movie still sucks. <laughs> Jeez. Just <laughs> facts. Oh my gosh. Oh, beautiful. Thank you for the rant. Great. Well, we're the, the the theme of this episode is getting it out. We're talking True. about pet peeves. You know, we've all been in quarantine for a goddamn year. It's yeah. been rough. We're we've been tested emotionally, physically, physically spiritually. <laughs> the only reason we're we're talking about things that we love too is to try to bring some balance. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to like bring the room down completely. Yeah. We gotta build up as as we go. Yeah. So we're all, we're all depressed enough, so we'll get out. You know, get out what we need to get out, and then we'll bring it back around and talk some good shit. Talk some shit. Um, I know you also mentioned that you wanted to talk about what you're drinking right now too. So oh yeah, so we talk, we mentioned that beer is going to be a part of this podcast and. It will, but uh, it's... There's going to be a full episode dedicated to it, probably. Probably. Like half an episode. But I, I'm... Anytime we're recording, I'm having a beer during it. Um, and so I thought it might be jolly to mention what I'm drinking in case anybody, for whatever reason, gives a shit. If you want to learn about beer, if you are just curious as to what I'm enjoying, right now I am drinking a Shagbark Hickory... By Dancing Gnome in Pittsburgh. Dancing Gnome is in my 
top five Pittsburgh breweries, the top three, top three Pittsburgh breweries, and honestly, just one of my favorite breweries, period. Uh, this is a smoked stout. It uses smoked malt in the recipe, and it tastes like a delicious chocolate campfire. And I love that shit. I love smoked beer. Such a niche style, but <laughs> it's near and dear to my heart. So that's what I'm drinking. This rant brought to you by Shag Bar Kickery <coughs> by Dancing Gnome. Oh, my tea came out. That was gross. Um, so I'm going to talk about the one thing I hate, one thing I love. You're not going to tell me something that you watched lately? That's, you yeah, that's, or, what, that's what I'm... That's what oh, I, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so it's so one thing that I've been listening to recently and like a crazy amount is All Time Low. Um, I know they're an old band. I, I grew up listening to them. But a few weeks ago, I was on TikTok, of course, and I came across a song. I'm like, oh, this is a really, really good song. And I looked into it, and I'm like, holy shit, it's all-time low. So then I went into Apple, and I'm like, I'm going to listen to this song again because it was that good. And then I realized that they published an album last year, 2020. Did they really? Yeah, and so I've been listening to it nonstop for the past month, and it's so good. Uh, It's called Wake Up Sunshine, I believe. And wow, it's a ten out of ten album. I like I said, nonstop. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I can't tell you how much I miss All Time Low. Oh, one of their other songs is called Everything Is Fine. And literally as soon as I get into the car, it's the first song I'm gonna be putting on. It's so good. Oh my god, I love music. <laughs> Music's great. I actually really like All Time Low. They're so good. So I uh in its heyday was a profound hater of pop punk. Oh. Other than I was just a, I was an anti scene kid. I taught I had really... guitar students that were scene kids and I actually you know, one of them was great, but just one. Um, the rest of them was just like. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, All Time Low was actually the first pop punk band that I appreciated that wasn't doing anything to separate itself from the rest of pop punk and emo. So like, I liked Manchester Orchestra when their first album came out in two thousand seven, but they're like, kind of more toward the pop rock end of things there. Mm-hmm. The vocals were just kind of pop punky and they had quirky lyrics and like love say anything, but that's a whole other Yeah. Is a real boy it was just its own own thing. All time low was the first basic quote unquote pop punk band that, that wasn't trying to be anything other than just hit all those genre milestones that I was like, I can get down with this. I like this. I can get down with this. Yeah. Getting jiggy with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Now, the one that I hate, it hasn't really been recent, but I just hate it that much. <laughs> um, when I was in college, though, uh, like during like the first part of COVID, you know, um, like literally a year ago, um, we went to online classes and God bless my professor, but he was not cut out for online learning. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so like, we kind of got off an easy street and all we really had to do was watch movies and analyze them, which was so nice because we never did that. But, um, this movie that we watched was very long 
and very boring and I hated every fucking minute of it. And when I brought it up to him, he wanted to kill me. So the movie is called A Hidden Life and it's like, I believe it was about like Nazi Germany and it cinematically absolutely stunning. It was just so fucking boring. And I literally have probably like three to four pages of notes front and back of how much I hated it. Like there were so many like like just awful cuts and, and jump cuts and like horrible focus pooling. And there was literally no plot. Like what you think it would be is completely not at all what that movie was about. Like <laughs> it was so dumb. One point the guy just ends up in jail. Spoiler alerts, but he literally just ends up in jail and like that's the entire movie like nothing happened in the movie literally like, they're on a farm for like like two hours of the movie and then he's just like in jail that's it that's the movie what <laughs> it didn't make any sense whatsoever i fucking hated it so what he said cinematically it was beautiful absolutely but then he talked about cuts that were bad so what was well, what was good like like what do you mean well, what what made it cinematically? Oh, just like the shots, like the location was absolutely stunning. It was beautiful, but how they edited it and everything like that, ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it causes a physical reaction. It's gross. So there was like there's bad shot to shot editing and also yeah. bad scene to scene editing. Absolutely. Oh my Great. god. No plot whatsoever. I recommend everybody to watch it, just so you understand how bad of a movie this is. Uh, I rented it. I had to rent this shit. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, I, I, I want to see this now. Oh my god. You're honestly, like, everyone just watched it, like, oh my god, it's like beautiful. It's like the most amazing movie ever. I'm like, were you, like, were you asleep? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I didn't like. Oh my god. It was what, awful. When's it from? Um, I want to say 2018. Also, it's like recent. Um, maybe 2019. I don't know. I fucking hated it. <laughs> it was awful. It was garbage. Um, 2019. Um, also, I just want to state for the recording that film graduate here is Googling the name of this movie instead of pulling up the IMDb app. I literally. Okay, that's fair. I was literally just trying to find out what time or what year it came out, you bitch. It was ter- it was a Terrence Malick movie. Oh and, shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. Terrence oh. Malick is a pretty goddamn good director. Yeah. But uh, I don't know the cinema uh, the cinematographer or the director of photography that I've worked with before. Um, wow, loved him. He has some great stuff. It, it kind of reminds me of that, like like shot wise and like the visuals and everything like that but holy fucking shit it was garbage <laughs> couldn't do it oh my god it's three hours long it's an hour less than the Snyder's Snyder Cut of Justice mm-hmm. League it's on HBO Max that's my new yardstick oh I'm gonna add this to my list do it oh my I'm god. gonna report back later dear listeners next I episode will, I will let you know if a hidden life is actually a piece of shit or not I will literally I'm gonna bring my notes and just destroy this movie you know what? Our yeah, next yeah. our next episode is just a hidden life. It's all it's gonna be about. I'll rewatch it. It's okay. all we're gonna talk about. 
hidden podcast on a hidden life. <laughs> oh my god. I believe you. I take your word for it. I'm so glad that you I ranted about <laughs> Zack Snyder. Was it Zack Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my god. Because now I can rant about a hidden life. I fucking hate that shit so much. <laughs> so bad. My friends, they were like in that class with me. I know like for sure. Like Madison. Shout out to Madison. I'm pretty sure she hated it too. But oh my god. Ugh. I hated that movie so much. It was so boring. So were they hiding from the Nazis? No. Well, huh? kinda. Um, what really happened was their village just ended up hating them. Even though like they're all the same fucking people. Like not like a racial kind of hate, but like <laughs> you're, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't want to believe in in the Nazi propaganda because that shit's great. And then the like the main character like. No, that's gay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like excuse me for saying that. I just realized what I said. Um, it's not a derogatory. It's not coming. No, it's not derogatory. It's coming from an actual gay person. So. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> that's a little bit, you know. But anyway, my point is, um, they're like, you guys aren't, like, gonna fight with us, like, for the Nazis. And they're like, no, we don't believe in that. And then their village hated them. And then one guy got sent to war and he didn't want to do it. And then he's like uh, refusing orders and everything. And it was just, oh my God. Literally, please, I beg of you to watch it. It's so freaking bad. (laughs) Is the alternate title The Secret Life of a Polish Teenager? I love that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That was that was beautiful. Thank you for that. So with that, damn, we got some solid rants off on some shitty question mark movies. Uh yeah. some good music. It's a good movie. Um so shall we move into more general pet peeves, things that really get us, that really yeah. get our goat. Absolutely. Really <laughs> tickle our gobblers. <laughs> Please don't say that, but yes. <laughs> All right. Shall we? Well, you're you're on a tear, so you you start. Okay, great. Start. Um... So we're and also I want before we get into this, if you listen to this episode, add us on Twitter at oh god, what's our handle? Bitecast one. No. Yeah. Is it? I think so. Or. I'm gonna look it up. Oh I God. should really know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally prepared for this, guys. Yeah. Um, who am I logged in? Stand on? by. It's bike underscore cast. So neither of us were even close. That, I think that's our email. Because I had a, it's one goes by cast is our email. Anyway, you want to email us. <laughs> we're gonna get like five tweets that are like my pet peeve is you never know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's honestly okay. So the people who did listen, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, but the people who did listen to our podcast and give us some feedback, they're like, yeah, everything was great except for the fact that you guys are like not structured whatsoever. They're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we made a flow chart for this one and We did. I think it's going okay. It's yeah. Man, they're not they're not hard and fast transitions. This is mm-hmm. always going to be a stream of consciousness type Absolutely. That's the kind of podcast it says. Yeah, yeah, so you're not gonna get 
hardline structures, but we're going to try to keep things moving more. Yeah. So This is we'll, just us talking to yeah. relieve some stuff. Friends hanging out with Absolutely. friends. But anyway, yeah, so you know, we <laughs> want to we want to get some of our, this shit off our chest and we encourage you to do the same. So add us at whatever Audrey said our bike underscore cast. Bike underscore cast <laughs> on the Twitters. Uh, and let us know what pisses you off. <laughs> what pisses me off? I'm out of tea. That always pisses me off. God damn it. Kevin's wife made some really good tea. She did. I got her a milk frother for Christmas like three years ago, and I have just been benefiting from that gift ever since. It's <laughs> changed my life. All right. So, pet peeve time. I wrote down six, so did Gavin, um, just as like a flow, you know, just ha- so we have something to talk about. Otherwise, I'm going to be sitting here the entire time thinking, oh my God, what do I hate? <laughs> um, so my first one, and this is probably, prob- probably, probably. <laughs> this is probably my biggest pet peeve of all time. Ooh, uh, but certain strong. Absolutely. Uh, go big or go home, as the kids say. Um, but people, like, people who are rude to, like, their wait staff and, and are just genuinely impatient when it comes to, like, food service or, like, retail, you know? Because that just, like, just be kind. It doesn't cost anything to be kind and patient. Like, it, like your server is not in charge of what happens in the kitchen. So don't be rude to them. If it's a long time, it's gonna be the, the restaurant you're at is probably super busy. Yeah. Get your shit together. <laughs> Not the people, like, but you sitting there waiting for your food. Yeah. <laughs> Great also, talk. Let, let's be real. You're not gonna die. It's fine. Unless you, you know, already been starving for like eight days. If you've been starving for eight days, what the fuck are you doing in a Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever? <laughs> you know, like I, where it doesn't matter. You're you're too fat. I guarantee it. We're I all too fat. It. You're gonna be fine. That yeah, being general condescension towards service workers not is cool, dude. it's super not cool. Mostly because they don't get paid enough. True. To, like, so you're not only are you being a piece of shit, but you're gonna just des- decide whether they go home with money that night or not. You know, in part, yeah, you, you have a direct impact on their life, and you're you're using that opportunity to be a piece of shit. And so yeah. that's not <laughs> that's not cool. To kind of add on to that real quick, if I can. Uh, people who don't tip as well. Like, I don't care if your service was, like, absolute garbage, but I always tip no matter what because that could be, like, that person, that person's t- entire income, yeah. you know? Like, like I don't, I honestly don't tip less than $5 per thing, so. Yeah. So, like, for me, 20% is the baseline. Yeah. If you, if you do a shitty job, <laughs> You're walking away with 20% from me. And so, like, from there, we can just, like, if you're nice to me, if yeah. you kind of... Because I know, like, this, that kind of work is it's it's physically tough. exhausting and yeah. it's emotionally exhausting. So Absolutely. if you have the emotional energy to deal with me, who <laughs> anybody who's dealt with me in public... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't... I, I, it makes it sound like I'm just an asshole to everybody. No, I'm just caught off guard all the time. I'm never... 
prepared. I like I can I can walk into a restaurant and know exactly what I want, and then they ask me, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> food. Yeah, so I, I suck to talk to. Um, so if they're if they're still nice to me or go the extra mile or, or offer things, then yeah, it goes up from there. But I feel like even if you're if if, if wait staff is rude to me, I, I my general reaction is like, yeah, I get it. They've had a long day. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Twenty percent still. Absolutely. You know. Do you want to go next, or do you want... I'll go next. We'll go back and forth. Okay, great. Yeah. So my first pet peeve, and it's maybe not my biggest, but it's a pretty damn big one. It's people who ask you a question, and then you start to answer it, and they immediately talk over top of you. I hate that. I deal with it at work all the time, all day, because I, my job involves giving people information and getting information from them. So if you won't shut the fuck up, I can't help you. So if you're talking to me and you're like, hey, I, I don't want to give away what I do or, or where. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep this general, but, you know, people routinely ask me a question. I will open my mouth and get like the first half of the first word out and they just start going right over top of me with like, well, because of uh, this and this. And, and then actually, I also I also wanted to ask, and it's just like, can you, one thing at a time, my brain does not work that way. You know, uh, if it's super rude, that's very rude. If, you, if you're going to ask someone a question. Shut the fuck up when they answer. <laughs> yeah, let them answer it. That's how that format of conversation works. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's how a conversation works. <laughs> At least as far as I understand it. Yeah, you know? I, I know that like, when we were, like, jotting down our stuff, like, I, I talked about it with you, like, it's, like, one of the most, like, depressing kind of things when, like, someone, like, just doesn't, like, let you talk. Like, they just constantly, like, talk over you. And yeah. it's just, ugh. Well, it's annoying in and of itself. It's just, it's an extra layer of insult when you're eliciting a response from someone you're like hey i need you to talk to me about something and then you won't let them talk yeah. <laughs> so it's like do you want this answer or not it just makes me not inclined to be helpful to any degree it makes you like just want to stop talking to that person like entirely yeah well because if you're if you're talking over top of the answer that i'm giving you to the question that you asked I don't feel like you're really listening to the answer to that question. I don't feel like I'm really providing you with anything. So all you've done is just irritate me. Yeah. Um, that kind of like leads into another one of mine. <clears throat> one of my pet peeves. Uh, like when... I lost it. Looks like it. <laughs> Did I write this one down? Do you actually have seven? <gasps> Do I? Oh, no, I kind of changed it into something that I love about people. So I'm going to skip it again, I guess. But uh, another <laughs> another pet peeve of mine is employees who, like, will constantly complain about their job, either to their coworkers or to their, like, um, their customers. That just makes me so mad. Because, like, if you don't love your job, like, that's completely understandable. There's going to be days where, like, you're like, I'm going to quit, like, right here, right now. Like, you still power through it, because you're like, yeah, I, I can't do that. But, like, <clears throat> when you physically voice your opinions to somebody 
who just like just so much that like you could tell like the a person on the receiving end is like uncomfortable and kind of like mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, like yeah this, this job sure is annoying like it just gets so tiring and so boring like yeah. at that point just quit dude like if you hate your job so much like why are you here yeah. with, with, especially like a job that requires you to interact with people yeah. <laughs> definitely like com- complaining about how much you hate the job to the people you're doing the job for mm-hmm. is especially not a good look yeah. that's you know that's way to make them feel uncomfortable <laughs> you know and self-conscious but i feel like a lot of people you know like coworkers, if you don't have anything in common with them complaining about the job might be like your only rapport with them it yeah. might be the only thing you have in common is that you hate that job but it's, it's still it's annoying it's like find yeah. find something else to talk about right or it's just like someone not even sincerely complaining they're just like i don't know what else to talk to you about so fuck right. this place it's like i completely <laughs> understand that because like i i complained about my job especially when we work 70 hours a week yeah. Uh, but, like, usually when I do it, it's obviously, like, sarcasm or something. Because I genuinely enjoy my job. Like, I love working. Like, if I'm busy, I'm happy. But, like, it, it does get draining and you do want to, like, die sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, like, if you don't seriously enjoy your job, find another one that you're happy in. That you're not going to complain about 24-7. And it's not a joke. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I'm looking at my next one. I'm like, wow, that that doesn't tie into this at all. You can skip around. That's what I skip around. Skip to be around. fair, most of yours are kind of funny. <laughs> Fine, we're gonna move all the way to the end to the one that I feel is most important. That's okay. not that's not true. But okay. People who don't like truffle. I'm just gonna come out and say it. <laughs> I got no no time for you. We mentioned truffle in the last episode. We're probably going to mention it again. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Because it's great. It's the greatest flavor known to man. If I had... If I was down to my last $25 on this earth, you know what I would spend that $25 on? I would spend it on a combo pack of Truff brand mayonnaise and spicy mayonnaise. Uh, you don't even have to put that shit on anything. I think I talked about this when we actually mentioned it in the last episode. But honestly, like the only thing I associate with truffle is a Simpson or a Simpson, an episode of The Simpsons, where, like that that pig that would find the truffles yeah. and like escape from the restaurant or something. That's the only like connection I have with it. Besides when you forced me to smell it last time. Uh, wow. <laughs> so my third my Please third nobody cut that out. <laughs> is people who made me know. Um, <laughs> my third pet peeve. Um, people who like always expect you to say something when they're around. And like this isn't like the biggest one I have, but it's just kind of annoying because like I am honestly like such a quiet person like if you don't talk to me i'm not talking like unless like i'm like an npc honestly like i won't talk unless someone else comes up to me and starts the conversation unless like i'm actually super comfortable with you you know um when i want something (laughs) but um yeah like people who like will just like stand near you and be like 
Hey, yeah, hey, 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 like, let's talk. I'm like, no, I have, I, I, have, talk to you. I have nothing to say. Like, this is my quiet time. Go away. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I'm awkward. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it, buddy. What about strength? Like, so uh, I, this is something that bothers me too, is I don't, I don't always have things to say to people. Like, I actually, when I'm, this sounds completely backwards, but when I'm at work, and a patient or customer that I have rapport with yeah. shows up, I actually get pre-tired. I'm like, oh my god, why can't you just be a stranger and I can just say the bare bones stuff and you can right? go anywhere. Like, yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna talk to me, you're gonna reference the last time you talked to me, you're gonna be very nice to me and I'm gonna feel like such a piece of shit for not having the energy to match your energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, mine kind of, like, uh, plays in with what I said last time, um, but, like, just people who linger and talk, and, like, just don't go, like, back to work, like, when they're busy, you know? Like, if they try and, like, stay and, like, talk to you, and I'm like, mm, that's, no, go back to work. <laughs> this is not social hours, this is fucking business. Like, I understand, like, needing, like, a break or something, and, like, yeah. just needing some kind of relief, but, like... When you're busy, busy, like, there's really no time to for a break, you know? So, that's yeah. just my next one. That, that shit kills me. Because nine times out of ten, it's someone, I got there before them, mm-hmm. I'll be leaving after them, and they're sitting there trying to talk to me while work is piling up that I'm going to have to do for them later. Yeah. Like, one of my, my, my biggest my biggest pet peeves with that kind of stuff was, like, on, on film sets. Like, yeah, it's, like, a hurry up and wait kind of situation. But when it's time for you to do your job, like, with your position, whether you're, like, a camera person, a grip, a gaffer, like, then it's fucking go time, dude. Like, you need to get your shit together and do what your job is. Ugh. <laughs> it's so annoying when we have to wait for, like, one department. I don't know what that's like. Okay, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) What's your next one? My next one, another thing that's really irritating is people who love Harry Potter too much. And this kind of ties in with being, which is a term I learned today. I didn't know that they were called Disney adults. Yeah. Adults that are just too obsessed with Disney. Now, I have... I have friends that love to go to Disney World. They they love that shit. They love Disney movies. That's shout out fine. to you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to trash any of you. You can like what you like. I'm not one of. I don't like being those people that's like, well, you should feel bad about the things that you like. Yeah, because you shouldn't. You know, you should whatever you love, love it. Uh, but but if you're going to evangelize to me. Uh, about these live action remakes like if you're going to try to tell me an adult with full brain function that the new Aladdin is good I don't think you should be allowed outside I am okay 
I don't know if you guys heard me laughing or not, but I was literally about to chime in right before Gavin said that, that I literally just watched the new Aladdin movie like two days ago and I thought it was good. <laughs> well, you can never leave my house because fuck you. Oh my god, I watched it at work. What was good about it? I was just, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen Aladdin in a very long time and... Like, it was just, I don't know, it was good. It was full of action. I love musicals. That's the only reason I watched it. <laughs> and, it, like, it was one of those things where, like, I couldn't look away, you know? Like, I had, of course, my stuff to do, but it was so good. <laughs> but to be fair, right before that, I watched Into the Woods and top ten favorite musicals now. I hear that's... No, I have seen that. That's good. Is it the... The little the red version? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, I have pretty seen good. that. It's not bad. Pretty good. I don't like musicals. Fuck. Just, oh, that's like, true. I, you know what my real beef with the Disney adults are? Fucking and we went straight to Disney adults and skipped over Harry Potter. I'm going to circle fine. back around Disney, to Harry Potter. No, it's it's, it's how childlike some of them are. Okay, you're right. 100%. Like, you know, I don't I don't care that you love all this stuff. I care that you yeah, are each emotionally 12. Yeah. And you can't talk to me in a normal volume about it. Harry Potter, though, I'm so tired of hearing about such and such political figures just like Voldemort. Which house would they be in? Read another fucking book. So I'm a Griffin Puff, if anyone's wondering. I'm a Griffin Puff. Well, I'm a. I'm a fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I have. They're they're good books. J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. Absolutely. Um, and actually, you know what? I don't even. I can't even remember if the books are that good. When I read them, I was a kid, and then I didn't reread them because fuck that shit. I had other books to read, and we grew up. Yeah. I haven't read them, so I can't. I, I mean, them. I also like. I hesitate to say that because I love, like, you know, I think it's healthy to stay connected oh. with your inner child. Absolutely, you shouldn't be like, well, I can't enjoy that because that's not what an yeah. adult does. Yeah, and I, I think that. yeah, like the thing that, that bothers me about the Harry Potter people is the same thing that bothers me about the Disney people, where it's just like you can't. You got to have more than one personality trait. Mm-hmm. You can't connect. Everything to the same franchise. Yeah, and like yeah, like you said, like their entire personality revolves around that. Which I mean, as people, you're not bad, but like when you do that kind of shit, ooh. I mean, I'm not saying we should put them in camps or anything. (laughs) 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 They're fine as people. I want them to be safe and warm and far from me, but. All right, so we're moving on to concentration camps. Um, my next one, <laughs> my next pet peeve um, is when people play music or videos out loud while they're in a public space. Rude. Like where anybody can hear, it. and like they're super, super, super loud. That is so annoying. Like to yeah. me, it's just like common decency and respect for you to like have at least one headphone in or something, or at least turn it down. Like where you're like holding your phone up to your ear, you know? Or like, just don't. Yeah, or just wait till you get home. You know, it's just it's so freaking rude and so like annoying. It kills me. Like it's someone, I could hear a song that I like coming out of somebody else's device, and I mm-hmm. hate them. Yeah. Still. Yeah. When like, you start hating that song, you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. You, you associate it with that, and you're like, yeah. oh my god. It's rude. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
So, what do I have left? You should have two left, because I have one left. left. You definitely have people this who don't one. like truffle twice. No, no, no you actually <laughs> do just have these two. Yeah. Okay, I'll move on to another big one. Ben Shapiro. Why Ben Shapiro? <laughs> Why Ben Shapiro? Because he's a little... Snot rocket? Yeah! <laughs> That's actually very apt. He's a shrill... <clears throat> stupid man. No, I, I, I'm not even going to say he's stupid. He's either a... Shit-hearted liar... I really don't know who Ben Shapiro is. Or a moron. Oh, okay. But he's definitely one of them. Oh, okay, great. Like, he can't... There's not a scenario where he's something else. I have seen he's... memes of Ben Shapiro, but I have, I have no idea who he really is. He's like the big, on the leftists. On the leftists. How to, how to debate leftists, all leftists. Because hey. uh, he doesn't know what the different degrees of liberalism are. Interesting. Yeah. The, the, okay, the thing that really bothers me uh, about him is that his big thing, like his catchphrase, facts don't care about your feelings. Interesting. Which, as a catchphrase, is a pretty good one because it, it happens to be true. If there's a fact, your emotions don't alter that fact. However, he takes that and uses it as a, as a foundation to convert all of his feelings into facts. <laughs> so, like, all of his debates, pretty much every argument he makes is based in trying to convince you that how he feels is a fact. And it's just the most mind-bending, mouth-breathing bullshit I've ever seen. So if you like Ben Shapiro, stop. <laughs> Get help. You know what a group of Ben Shapiro fans is called? An embarrassment. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Remember that. Remember that. Don't forget it. So, my last pet peeve. Um, this isn't really like the biggest pet peeve I have. Um, only because this is like I don't really have a lot of road rage. In, like, my opinion. Um, but, like, just driving slow in the passing lane. Like, I've heard people call, like, the left lane the zoom-zoom lane. And that's what I started calling it. Just, like, unironically. And I fucking hate myself for it. <laughs> but, like, if you're not going fast in the zoom-zoom lane, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, it's for... It's, it's the passing lane. You're supposed to go fast. <laughs> not, like, crazy fast, of course. Like, fast. fucking piss Pennsylvania drivers when they have to go, like... Like, say the speed limit is 55. I had to go 90 at one point. I hate Pennsylvania drivers. <laughs> that's not specific to Pennsylvania. So anytime you get close to a large city, I know. speed limit disappears. Absolutely. I'm here Sucks. for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an aggressive driver anyway, so I just kind of become one with the people around me. Doesn't phase me a bit. Uh, Excuse I do me. hate people driving slow in the passing lane. Yeah. Kevin, what's your last pet peeve? My last pet peeve seems a little redundant at this point, uh, but it is something that... Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, Ben Shapiro. Fuck him again. <laughs> no, what's your pet peeve? <laughs> so I like how I attacked his 
facts and logic approach for being too emotional and I had nothing to say about him but how much I just don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even pick up on that. That's funny. This is, uh, maybe I should have prepared more notes on what I really dislike about the people To be fair, we kind of we kind of did it like right on the spot so we're just like, joke ones. I'll, I'll just, I'll say this. If you think that you operate on facts and logic, and that is what you truly believe, then chances are you're a complete slave to your emotions. That's it. People are emotional. Almost every decision you make is based in some way on your feelings. And if you can parse that process and be conscious of when you're making emotional decisions, then you can kind of start to approach some sort of logical, you know, operating on logic as opposed to feelings. But if you are convinced that you, at your default, are a logical person, you're not logical at all. I hate to break that to you. That's all I'll say. And fuck Ben Shapiro. Okay. So, do you want to actually do your last <laughs> Pet peeve, or is that your pet peeve? Sure, no, that's fine. I'll do the last one. People talking at the same time. So What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, when somebody's already talking to me and someone else comes up and starts talking to me, Mm -hmm. like, my brain just shuts off. Yeah. And it just, like, it goes, like, I just see TV static and I can't, or, or like, when I'm in a group of people and, like, there's... We're in a confined space and a like, bunch of people are having different conversations. I get overstimulated very easily. Yeah. You and your wife just did that to me before we started recording. I know. So I'm I completely so understand. They both said something to me and I'm like, I don't know what any of you just said. I'm sure it's your fault. <laughs> I <laughs> doubt just, it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. I'm sure it's mine. All right. Gavin, let's segue into... Things we love were the opposites of pet peeves. We've done a lot of bitching. Absolutely. Now it's time for things that we appreciate. Yeah, let's mellow out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Let's let's bring some love into the world that we hate so dearly. <laughs> let's take a big hit of positivity. Alright, I went first last time, so you're up this time, bud. Okay. Alright, so this, this is going to be fairly obvious, because who doesn't love this? But dog cuddles. Oh. Dogs are the best... And maybe you're a cat person. Cats are also the best. It's fine. It's not a competition. Maybe you're a guinea pig person. Maybe, maybe you're a guinea pig person. Maybe you're a giraffe person. You shouldn't be. <laughs> shouldn't be. It's not natural. I, this isn't really relevant, but I think this is the funniest thing I've ever heard anybody say. I was watching a comedian. I don't remember who it was. I want to say it's Daniel Sloss, but I think that's completely wrong. Daniel Sloth? Sloss. S L O S S. Never heard of him. Oh my god, he's so funny. I think he's Australian. He's hilarious. But anyway, uh, whoever this comedian was, he said something along the lines of, I'm high as giraffe pussy right now. And it was the funniest shit. <laughs> it might have also been like, um, I think it was actually on my Dan Cummins radio station on Pandora. Oh. So it was one of the comedians on there, but it was the funniest thing ever. Um, but that was just relevant to giraffes. That's it. Anyway. <laughs> so is giraffe 
pussy cuddles on your list? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, Fine. It's okay. This is you can this is you can be yourself face. here. Yeah. No, fuck that shit. I don't want any of that. <laughs> Something that I love though. <laughs> Uh, people who, like, go out of your way to check on you. Like, that's always such a nice thing. Like, I'm usually that person who, like, everyone, like, relies on first off. Like, I'm not the best at communicating, but when I do, like, you know for sure that I mean it. Like, my mom even said yesterday that, like, I'm, like, everyone's rock. And I'm like, I hate that, but it's true. <laughs> like, I know, like, everyone kind of relies on me. It's kind of scary. But it's it's really, like... Nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I understand that. It almost seems contradictory because it's like, hey, don't talk to me, but check on me. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that. Like I don't I don't initiate conversations with people a lot because I just feel awkward or, or just that they probably don't really want to talk to me. <laughs> That's why I'm but, feeling like a burden your entire life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, so like my thing is when people initiate conversations with me, I'm like, oh God, here we go. Time to make them uncomfortable with not knowing how to keep this going. Um, Accurate. So, but yeah, it is nice. Nice when people check on you for no no real particular reason if you've been absent. Like, okay, I'm going to give a good example right now. I disappeared from social media for a while um, because it was just not a good thing for my mindset at the time. And, like, probably, like, like little less than, like, half a week went by. And Gavin actually messaged me. He goes, are you okay? You've been a little quiet on the socials lately. I'm like, no, just that was so nice. It my day. <laughs> like, I didn't know anyone paid attention to me that much. <laughs> yeah. You... You post good. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second one? My second one, going in with the dogs, is my wife. I love my wife. I feel like that's a lame thing to say. Because, <laughs> you know, you're not... I'm, I'm getting to the dad ages, 31. Oh. And so I, I feel like my... The main thing that America expects of me right now is to wear dorky tennis shoes and hate the person I'm married to. Oh. And I really just don't. She's a lot of fun. She makes my days good. And she's a good dog mom. She was a good guinea pig mom. R.I.P. Queso. Love you, boo. I don't know why I flashed, like, a peace sign for nobody and my guinea pig who, when she was alive, none of you knew her, but she was not gangsta at all. Oh not not even a little bit. But no, my wife is good. She brings me coffee at work, and that I really appreciate because days are hard to get through. And other things. I appreciate a lot of other things, but I don't These are the things that are coming to mind. What else do you love? Mine is kind of sad compared to yours now, but my next one that I wrote down was literally people who let you merge on interstates. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> I 
that's so nice. It literally makes my heart so warm. Oh my god, thank okay. you. <laughs> I, I literally wave and I smile and everything. It's, it makes me so happy for no reason. Wow, did you hear that Canadian? <laughs> for no reason. No. Oh, wow. That was nice. Gavin, what's your third favorite thing? Third favorite thing? Going to breweries, traveling to different places and trying the breweries or distilleries. I like I like bourbon as well. Uh, I just like all the different all the different local cultures because breweries are you know people don't really think about it. But there's like I think, I think we hit seven thousand. I don't know I don't know how many have dropped off because you know a brewery is a small business and nobody is making a lot of money doing that. It's purely passion projects all around. And so the slightest economic downturn can destroy the business. And and it's it's the kind of business that, you know, with all the with the real estate, with the equipment, uh, and the thin margins you get, it's it's actually really several years before you're profitable and you're just trying to get out of the red and you know, even even the gray is a, <laughs> a worthwhile pursuit. But the dedication that these people have is just so inspiring to me. And and just the fact that everybody's so talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to hundreds of breweries. I've tasted literally thousands of different beers. And almost all of them are great. Like, I, I you know, there's, I use the app Untapped. If you aren't familiar, it's a social media platform where you can check in the beers you're having. You can say whatever you want. With a, the, the character limit is pretty... Similar to Twitter, so you can leave a review of the beer, you can just say who you're with, or just really whatever, but it's about rating and sharing beer. And when I first got on there, uh, compared to other beer review sites, I felt that, I hate to use the word, like, amateur, because that's, that's not really what I mean, but I don't have a better word for it right now. It was because everybody, it, it's, it's, caters to people who really don't know anything about beer and you don't have to know anything about beer love beer or enjoy it I, you know not trying to gatekeep or anything but I, I just at the time I felt like well people are just rating these terrible dog shit beers way high you know and I felt like I was being very hypercritical but after years more in the hobby I just find myself really appreciating the quality everywhere like you know because there's there's this chase element of like i'm looking for the best beer in america and there is no best beer in america there are thousands of people making beer at this insane insanely high level of quality attention to detail just it's astounding and and to to reproduce the same beer twice and have it taste the same it's a miracle. So uh, just going to all these places, talking to different people, seeing all these local economies and things, it's, it's really cool. It brings me a lot of joy. What brings you a lot of joy that's next on your list? People who actively listen. <laughs> I like. I love listening to people and their passions and everything, but occasionally I will just zone out and I feel so bad. But like that just mean and like, 
can't, I can't hold a conversation. Um, but like, no, people who like actively listen, like when you're, if you're like complaining about something, just telling somebody about your day, something you're excited about, and like they, they respond to you, like they bring out more of a conversation. Like that's just something that's so nice, and like it's kind of rare to see, you know? Because everyone's like, especially if you're texting or something, everyone's like, yeah, uh uh-huh, yep, Mm mm-hmm. Which is, that annoys me so much. Like, just, like, one-word replies, you know? That's so annoying. But people who, like, actually actually ask you questions and bring out more of that conversation is just so nice. (laughs) And just so, like, yes, thank you. More, please. (laughs) Gary, what's next on your list? I'm sorry, were you talking? Oh, I was. I'm so sorry. I'll just go <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect example. <laughs> no, that's really good. So, um, man, my list of things I love is just packed full of cliches. Uh, but morning coffee, I really feel like there's, you know, fuck yoga, any of that. You know, like, nothing centers me, like, having time to sit down and actually drink a French press of coffee and enjoy it and not have to rush or take it with me, just sitting there with my dogs, sipping coffee, getting mentally prepared for the day. And there is no coffee like Ethiopian coffee. The best region. Interesting. Don't at me. Okay. Fuck your Colombian shit. I'm gonna combine my next two because they're practically the same thing. Uh, but basic manners, uh, so like being kind and patient, which kind of ties in with one of my pet peeves, like wait staff, you know. Um, and then just random acts of kindness that don't require you to have like a reciprocal act of kindness towards you. Uh, you know, I just selfless. When I was in, yeah, selfless, exactly. Like, when I was in high school, I was so upset about this event that was going on. Um, It was literally called Random Acts of Kindness. But when you did them, you had to write what you did down and put them in a box so it could be drawn so you could potentially win a prize. And that made me so upset. I literally went to my guidance counselor. I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Like, this shouldn't exist. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing nice things to get a reward or get something in return. You should be doing nice things because they're nice things. Yeah. And it just made me so upset. Ugh. The nice thing is the reward. Right? And knowing that you made somebody's world a little brighter. Yeah. And just people would, like, go out of their way for that one week just to do something so they can get a reward. And then they went back to being heathens. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just, I hated it. Which, uh, this is kind of off topic as well, but it reminded me random acts of kindness. So there's, and I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but I'm gonna go for it. Uh, there is a person who. Of interest. Comes into into my job frequently and is always terrible. Just horrible to deal with. Mm -hmm. To everybody around them. To the point where I decided a long time ago that when I found out that they've died, 
I'm bringing in cookie cake for everybody. <laughs> and so one of the people I was training had to deal with this person. And I told them about the cookie cake idea. They agreed. So I'm not, I'm not just a monster. I'm not just a monster. I'm not a sociopath. I just, this person is that bad. You're just going to have to take my word for it. And so they said, what are you going to put on the cookie cake? And I realized I had never thought about that. And so I've been thinking for the past week, you know, what, what should go on this cookie cake? And I think I've got it. And, and your random acts of kindness, making the world brighter for somebody else. Reminded me. You look like you have an idea of what I should say. Yeah. And I feel so bad about it. I want you to go first, though. Okay. So, my working idea is that the cookie cake should say across the top the sun shines a little brighter. And then in a semicircle at the bottom now that it doesn't have to shine on you. <laughs> I love that. That's actually, I'm, I'm so happy, much more happy with that than the one I came up with. I want to know what yours is, though. Mine was literally, maybe God is real. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I like that one, too. <laughs> so we're getting two movie games. <laughs> and we're both going to hell. <laughs> This is probably the least ethical idea uh, I've had at work. <laughs> I just came up with that. What do you think I'm feeling right now? Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, Gavin, what's your, your next one? <laughs> <laughs> My uh, next and final piece of bliss. My uh, un, unpet, unpeeve. Unpet peeve. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Something that... Somewhat, something that greatly unpeeves me is wait, wait, none other wait. than our patron saint, our Lord and Savior, Richard Iowate. I, you know, I never, never fault anybody for therapy. You know, I believe in the the healing power of therapy, but Richard Iowate is my therapist. All I have to do, it doesn't matter what's going on. All I have to do is turn on an episode of Travel Man. Or an episode of Gadget Man. Or an episode of the IT Crowd. Or a big fat quiz of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Or 8 out of 10 cats does Countdown. Beautiful. And if he's on there, it it just makes me feel better. Like, he gets me back to my baseline. Beautiful, beautiful man. So funny. And I, I recently, I bought one of his books, uh, which they're spectacularly hard to find. Well, they're not hard to find. They're just hard to find new and at a price that you would want to pay for. So I got one off of Thrift Books, which is the go-to place. I love Thrift Books. And, you know, I, I actually ended up getting this one new, I think. Um, and then I loved it so much. My wife got me his other two books for Christmas. And I'm about to read those, but he—he's just so poignant and funny, and just kind of speaks to me on a personal, personal level. Go ahead with your last Did one. Do you wanna? Okay. Not yet. My last one is something that 
is like my favorite thing in the world. Uh, and it's literally hats. Oh, voice crack. Hats? <laughs> it's hats. Ham? <laughs> the wheat is out of ham. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's hats, like ball caps, whatever, um, enamel pins, and rocks. Because I collect all of them. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's what I like. Literally, I probably have like 25 hats. A very big collection of enamel pens. Always accepting donations. And I love rocks. I have an Athens block and a Nelsonville block. Only one of them I stole. <laughs> the other one I was gave, given to from a film shoot, like a music video. The guy we did it for, he's like, here, have this as a reward. Oh, I love you. Um... <laughs> But no, I love rocks. My mom works at a gravel plant, and so that's kind of where my obsession came from, I guess. But, wow, beautiful things I love. Oh, I should have had an asshole of my dog. <laughs> He's a bitch, but I love him. Better. <laughs> Alright, so we have definitely trailed on a lot longer than our intro, but... We don't, have, we don't have any set expectations of how long an episode should be. Just however, whatever feels natural. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna dwindle down a little bit, calm down, leave you with a few more things. Do some editing. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but right now, what we're gonna do right before we end it is I have a card game. And it's called We're Not Really Strangers. Some of you may have heard of it. Um, if not, I'll explain real quick. So this card game has three kind of levels to it, I guess. Um, you got levels one, two, and three, of course. So level one is perception. Level two is connection. And level three is reflection. Now, each level are, like, the cards have questions on them that you ask the person you're playing with. And so what I wanted to do here is we're going to pull a card from each of those three categories and answer them. I just think that's like a good thing to like help you guys get to know us better and like for us to start opening up more and more uh, to, you know, ourselves, each other, and you guys. Um, so, Gavin, if you would like to pick the first one at level one. Okay. Okay. Straight from the back. That's fine. Perception. Do I read this? Yeah, we're both going to answer it. Who do you think my celebrity crush is? So, oh, I forgot to answer this. I'm going to answer for you, and then you're going to answer me, and then we're going to actually answer the correct way. Okay. So, for you, probably Richard A. Watt. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> for you, James A. Castor. Okay, fair. <laughs> I do love James A. Caster. <laughs> Alright, who is your actual celebrity crush? Richard Aliwade. Fuck. <laughs> nice. Um, mine would probably be... I'm gonna say... Can I say a couple? Like, like an actual like couple-couple? You have a crush on a couple as a unit? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Aren't they, they not a thing anymore? Are they not? I don't know. Are they, I will cry. 
<laughs> or they did. Oh no, they killed their kids. That's why they're not together. Okay, I gotta look. I gotta look this up. Well, I mean, just even as separate people, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. But of course, you know, there's like I don't really have like crushes on people. It's just not something that I do. It's kind of weird. Gavin's looking mm. up currently if Blake and Ryan Reynolds are still together. I, like really th- I think my wife said something, but I don't really follow stuff like this, so I don't. First baby is born. So, guys, how are, how are you doing today? This is kind of taking a little detour than what we um, no. what we planned for the downtime of the last few minutes of this podcast. But um, I would just like to say real quick. I, I do really appreciate you guys listening and giving us feedback. It's one of my favorite things about doing this uh, because we genuinely have no idea what we're doing half the time. Uh, so thank you so much for listening and giving us a chance at plugging your ear holes. <laughs> Just filling those up with nonsense and tomfoolery. Um, we do really, really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Um, if Gavin doesn't find this out anytime soon, I'm going to I think just they're, go on with the next one. I think they're no, they're they're together. Okay, great. Maybe I maybe I didn't know. I would also I was half listening to what what Audrey said, and yeah, you know this episode is going to be more heavily edited. We trailed off and went nowhere and had some mistakes along the way. But uh, if you appreciate the like kind of loose style. This is just hanging out with us. This yeah. is really, really what this is. That's, so yeah, if you're much. hanging in there, I really do appreciate it. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So level two is connection. Uh, what's the big, no, what's been the best compliment a stranger has ever given to you? Huh. <laughs> Nice tits. Oh my god. <laughs> Was it a frat boy driving past you in a convertible? No. The streets of New York City? It's not real. It's not no, real. No one's ever complimented my breast. Stranger or otherwise. Would you like someone to? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good. So. I gotta actually think about this. I don't know. I don't get compliments from. I don't. I don't get compliments. <laughs> we can just stop there. No, <laughs> oh, tell you what. Um, do you do you have an answer for this? I that think. You have I mean, up? recently, uh, like Friday, I went to my dentist appointment, and then afterwards, I went to my, my mom's work. Uh, but my hygienist complimented. My style, my shirt, everything like that, and then she complimented my glasses, and it made me feel so good. And then I went to my mom's work, and her coworkers like, "Oh my god, you look so good! Like, have you been losing weight?" I'm like, "I have. Thank you for noticing." And that just made me happy. I posted a picture on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it or not, but like, today's been a good day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really racking my brain because of. A lot of compliments from strangers seem. Mm, shit. I don't. 
I don't think a stranger has ever complimented me in a way that I remembered it internalized mm -hmm. sorry that's against the spirit of the game but uh, I, that's the truth uh, yeah like I either it's either what was the actual question it was literally <laughs> what, what has been the best compliment a stranger has ever given you um couldn't remember if it said anything about the way it made you feel or anything. Uh, if you don't have anything, that's fine. I don't think I do. Like, I'm really trying to think of something, and I don't think I mean, I... if you think of it, we could touch on it in the next one. Okay. I'll think about it. That's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Gavin. You can pick a next card, though. <laughs> okay. Level three. Failed level two. All you strangers out there, be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Gavin on the streets? He probably does look homeless, so give him a dollar. <laughs> yeah. How do our personality... Oh, level three. Yes. Level three. Yes. The third level. The third and final level. Is what we're on. <laughs> Reflection. <laughs> How do our personalities complement each other? We're both funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, no, but the humor thing definitely helps. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like we're both pretty nice people, like kind and generous. You know. I think um, we're similarly introverted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, <laughs> but no, like we're we're actually really really similar. It's kind of scary. <laughs> right, I know. It's this podcast. Yeah, goes by cast. Goes And and I can talk to you about British shit, which is absolutely. But I no one else to talk about. That. I know. Oh my god. I get you into new shows. It's so nice. Yeah. Alright, so that wraps up the question of that. Um, if you guys have questions, feel free to send them to us at that Twitter that we linked earlier poorly, but we linked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but feel free to send us questions or just comments, concerns, whatever you guys feel like doing. Um, and we're just going to leave you with this one little bit here. Gavin, take it away. Alright, so we've been talking for a very long time, and who knows how long we've actually been talking by the time we get this edit down. So if you're still here, thank you. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, it, sorry that none of your feedback <laughs> went into the making of this episode. <laughs> We're but, trying. Yeah, promise. we'll get better. Hang in there. Hang in there. If you're if you're here right now, you're an absolute champ. You're a gem. Yeah, you're a gem. And we really we really do appreciate it. We're doing this for fun. We're doing this just to hang out. But you know, it does make it does it, it would be nice to have a little community mm -hmm. in our lives. So we're going to see you out here until the next episode, and we're going to end with some words from the man himself. The Lord and Savior. Richard Ayoade. He writes, We thank you and hope your mounting regret doesn't metabolize into a more lasting resentment. This has been Ghost Bite Cast Episode 1. And remember, at night, 
We're all alone.